Any and all express shared or implied suggestions, opinions, actions, jokes, discussions, or points of view shared on the Indigenous 21 podcast are our own, hosts and guests alike, and strictly for entertainment purposes only. They do not represent opinions or beliefs on any background groups we might identify with, such as family, village, clan, tribe, gender, age, ethnicity, race, religion, socioeconomic status, sexual orientation, education, or career professions. Content shared on the Indigenous 21 podcast can and may be emotional or thought-provoking, and as such, may contain controversial subject matter. While it is not our intent to create environments that will cause harm to our audience, we advise that you feel free to stop listening at any time as these controversial subjects will continue for any given length of time. We believe in making the Indigenous 21 podcast to be a safe space for open, honest dialogue and or discussions about any given subject as they arise from our hosts, guests, and audience commentary. Discussions, information, opinions, or suggestions shared on the Indigenous 21 podcast should not be acted, attempted, or relied upon as professional guidance or advice. What's up? Yes, but you can call me JD. But you can call me Didi. And we are your hosts for the Indigenous 21 podcast, where we discuss modern native narratives in the 21st century. You actually had a really good topic for us that you wanted to discuss in this episode. I did. And at first, it's going to seem like it's non-Indigenous related. Believe me, it is because there's a lot of parallels to it. And I also wanted to take this opportunity to use this platform to help and amplify another community and that is to bring up the topic of the current hate crimes that are happening with the Asian community. I really wanted to bring that up for quite some time now and it first started and plucked at my heartstrings when we started hearing all of these reports about their elderly being attacked. You know, as Indigenous people, we revere our elders just the same way as the Asian communities do. Like the Asian communities, they don't believe in putting their elders in a in a skilled nursing facility, you know, they believe in multi-generational households. They hold their elders in high regard. They're, you know, that's our living our history. Our living history books. That's the reason why I wanted to try and amplify this message about stopping the hate against, you know, the Asian community, these hate crimes that were happening. And I know there's going to be a lot of you out there. And I was like, why? And that's not even our issue. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because in the same breath that we're trying to get our voices out there, I think it's really important for us to try and network with these other communities because only when we help to amplify somebody else's voice or another community's voice can we get that same amplification in return. Uh, we do this by networking with one another. We're no longer in a time where we have to be so segregated from one another. Our old ways of thinking about one another was very limited and that was, yeah, technically based to, you know, the resources that we had available, the isolation of our communities. You know, a lot of our reservations were 
very rural. We hardly know anything about the other, you know, cultures, c- cultures <laughs> and communities. And we even do that to ourselves within our own indigenous communities, Against you know. Other tribes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We have in like the Asian community, we have different variations of us. <laughs> it's not a one size fits all, you know, there's different tribes of us and with yeah, Asians depending on your region, yeah, you know. Exactly. You, you, a, a Pueblo tribe is not going to be the same as a Plains tribe versus, yeah. you know, a Northeastern tribe or yes. a Northwestern tribe. Yes. There's different languages and even within the different communities, there's different dialects and that's something that we hold a lot similar to in our own indigenous communities. You know, one thing that I, I would like to bring up is, is a Facebook post. You mentioned access and the main reason why we had all these stereotypical views is because, you know, we're just, it's, it's basically all these stereotypes that have been around mm-hmm. in the past. It's all because of ignorance. You know, you just don't know any better. One interaction that you had with one Asian person, that's your, how we say you serve as representation for your community as a native person when you're in a non-native setting. Right. The way people see you is how people think all other native people, are, you know, and we do the same thing with other ethnicities, other ethnic groups. But one thing that we do have now is there's a lot more mobile connection, internet connection. Mm-hmm. So there's no more excuse for us to say we don't know no. Yeah, like the, there's the no more excuse for us to wallow it. in our ignorance. Yeah. So, <laughs> but one thing I will say that I have seen someone share a post on Facebook is, dang, you'd expect all of you guys who are consuming all the the animes and all the K-pop <laughs> groups and everything, you would be more vocal about you know these hate crimes that are being committed and you know be more supportive toward the Asian community when you consume all of their. Right, 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 right. (laughs) And that's exactly it, you know, and that's the reason why I wanted to amplify because I was the first one that was consuming all that. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Before it became a popular thing. For everybody who's listening to BTS, she was already listening to Shiny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have been leaving comments you know i I follow a lot of asian content creators Mm -hmm. you know influencers youtube YouTube, instagram and the reason why i'm when i why i do that is because i find like i said i find a lot of similarities culturally you know even in some of some of the languages that they use some of the words i I hear yeah yeah. i hear a lot of hopi in it even though it means something different to them you look at ways instead of making you know that causing that divide and looking at things that make us different you more so look out the similarities yeah, that will bring yeah. us closer together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is something that we do too. Or right. This is something right. That we believe in too. Right. Exactly. And then, so, like I said, with these attacks against their elderly population, and then now more recently, eight females being murdered. Salon, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. They were massage parlors coming from Hopi, you know, and we're a matrilineal society where we hold women as, you know, being sacred. I think in any tribe too, we we basically are matriarchal. You, know, yeah. you get your clan from your mother. You know? Yeah, yeah. That hit home even more so with me. And you know, just being that, like I said, they're they're multi multi generational households they believe in community it's something that i think that we can help to lean into and i know we have a lot of our own issues you know missing murdered indigenous women our water rights our land rights and of course yes and maybe we there's a lot of this argument yeah, some people are posting like, "Well, where where was all your guys' support when we're under when our community was undergoing these struggles?" Right, yeah. and we're not. And see, here's the thing that I want 
I want to see our people push out from is the tit for tat mentality, meaning that just because they didn't do it doesn't mean that we can't do it for them. You know, in our indigenous teachings, they tell us we do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. We don't do it for notification, for gratification, for reward. We do it because it needs to be done. And a lot of the times, too, I noticed with the Asian community, and this has been a common narrative, is that people tend to see them as easy targets because a lot of their, I guess, their approach to conflict, any kind of altercation, they take it with passiveness. You know, they don't really retaliate back. Engage. Yeah, yeah, engage in it a whole lot. And a lot of it is because of their their teachings. You know, it's like, why, why are you going to feed into it when that's really not going to change that person's way of thinking? I don't know about you, but that's the way a lot of my elders taught me too. You know, they're like, you know, a bully is a bully. They're going to be that way. That's how they're going to behave. They were already brought up that way. They already had that mind thought. That's what they've learned. So it's better to just, you know, let them write it out. They'll tire themselves out. And and pretty soon, you know, that's, that's all that's going to be left of their legacy. The main underlying aspect, though, in this issue is that it's coming from a place of racism. Yeah. And- yeah. You know, we're not going to lie and saying that the Native community, again, going back to the stereotypes mm-hmm. from past histories, you know, again, the ignorance of cultures that are not the same as ours mm-hmm. and really making fun of those things because they're different. Right. That's one thing that I think needs to be addressed and just educated and informed on within modern Native culture. Mm-hmm. Is you know like there has to be a fine line to where saying like no this isn't cool anymore yeah, um, yeah. Be- because we you know like what you said earlier too we do that w- amongst ourselves within our own we tribes do. when you say <laughs> this is one thing that I posted on Facebook just, just a native tip for you guys if you didn't know when they say registered tribe or uh-huh. enrolled member of this uh-huh. tribe that means they're multi tribal right and when we have these family gatherings and we're talking about negative aspects or a personality that's, you know, challenging or difficult about one of our family members and they blame it on the other side. Yeah. That's your, (laughs) that's your Navajo blood or that's your Apache blood. Doing that enables, could be argued, it enables that culture of like using those other isms. Yeah. Those other isms against people Mm -hmm. who are different than you. We have the mentality of secluding ourselves from other people. So if it's not our issue, we're not going to really have much to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I get a lot of it comes from our own historical mistrust that we've, you know, or or betrayals that we've incurred throughout history Mm -hmm. with other ethnic groups. The indigenous communities have always welcomed in or hosted somebody from the outside, shared with them our knowledge, our ways. And yet they took that, weaponized that and or even used it for their own financial gain to a point to where it's it was used against us. And I get that we have these hurts that run deep. But then also, you know, we're it's 2021. Now, I don't say this because I want us to forget those things that happened to us. But I also want us to move past that. I think we're at Using a time. That as an excuse yeah, much, so. at a time to where we can start to move past that. We can start to at least start practicing some positive intent from people that are wanting to come to us, wanting to help us. Even then, maybe we can use their partnership as a way for us to help navigate ourselves on how we can start projects on our own or how we can navigate and advocate for ourselves and have our voices amplified too. Well, 
I think the the big bigger picture of it all is, you know, we have a history of seeing by the whole American public as a whole mm-hmm. to be this charity case community. Yeah. Where more recently, you know, because of these gaming tribes and everything like that, it's the tribes who have these casinos who have this you know, funding income now, all this money, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they're supporting local efforts within their communities. If they're in, the, you know, a more metropolitan area, like where we're, we're in, if there's some community event going on that's fundraising for like education or, right. you know, some community cause, those casinos are the ones that are the ones helping fund those venues or helping to contribute and fundraise for those causes. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to just really put out there that the Native community is capable of not only receiving support, but also giving support to other communities right. as well. Right. And another thing too to take into consideration is that Asian Americans, they make up 5% of the nation's population. And I think as indigenous communities being less than 1%, Two percent, less than two percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, of the of our nation's population, we can empathize mm-hmm. with that. We feel overlooked. Yeah, or that nobody's feel, listening. Yeah, nobody's that feeling of being overlooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not being heard, and our own issues not being put out there in mainstream media, mainstream coverage. Like I said, the only way we're going to get there, I think, is if we stop the. Well, it's not my tribe. That's not my issue. But it's like, oh. I'm sorry that happened to you. Let me help you by making sure other people know that Mm -hmm. this is happening within your community. Mm -hmm. Right. And there are content, like I said, content creators out there that I do follow. And I have been replying on their pages, on their posts, you know, saying a small act like, as an indigenous person, I come from an upbringing of our elders are revered, where our females are sacred. I'm in solidarity with you mm-hmm. and helping you to amplify this voice. And then I'll go ahead and repost what they posted too. With, you know, sharing these posts is that everything, you know, due to media, mm-hmm. which has a lot more negativity than positive aspects, I think, mm-hmm. for it now, especially within modern times, mm-hmm. is the politicizing over every single issue that is faced in any community or just throughout society in general. Yeah. Is how everything is you know, basically politicized, where when you're sharing a post, it's like your political statement and stuff like that. If you think about it, when people call me, oh, you're just being too political when you're bringing out, you know, stuff about accessibility or stuff about disability. Gay rights. Yeah, gay rights is a big thing. You know, it's, it's, we're, we're kind of... It's because, you know why? It's because we're pushing people outside of their comfort, comfort zone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, out of their comfort mm-hmm. bubble. And this is how my world mm-hmm. operates. And I don't want to... Again, it's that whole mentality of that's not my issue. Why do I want to worry about that? It, it has affect no me. effect on me. Yeah. So it's not affecting me. So why should I care? Yeah. So well, the, that's the underlying problem <laughs> is because just because it has no effect on you, and you, don't, and you don't care, doesn't mean it's still not happening. Mm-hmm. It's happening to somebody Mm -hmm. and we're having the same frustrations again with the mmiw movement Mm -hmm. we're complaining that people aren't giving it enough attention or not right right it's the same thing you know so if we're frustrated about this issue why would we not help amplify other issues within other communities right when they're wanting to be heard and i'm a big believer in networking as well that's the reason why i brought this up because you know i believe communities of 
of color, we have to support one another. We have to, you know, kind of... A responsibility. Yeah, we have a responsibility to just, you know, help, if not take lead, at least, you know, or at least join it. <laughs> not take part necessarily, yeah, but at least but help. help support their movement, help to bring attention yeah. to it. Yeah. So again, going back to, you know, the, everything being heavily politicized, if you think about it, your very existence is political right if you're indigenous right if you're gay if you're disabled mm -hmm. if you're a woman mm -hmm. your very existence your your very identity is political mm -hmm. so then why not feel free to talk about things that you feel are important you feel need to be addressed you feel need to be fixed if something yeah is something that you feel needs to be changed that can be pushed a bit further awareness yeah awareness there's no harm in bringing about awareness is it going to hit everybody's preference boxes no is it going to appeal to everyone no but that's not your goal and that that shouldn't be the goal in the first place is to be liked <laughs> if you're if you're gonna go down that endeavor then you might as well throw popularity out out the window <laughs> because you're choosing some choosing to stand for something that you know is going to make an impact in your own community and what makes an impact in your community makes an impact in your life you have no idea how much how, you know how much you can influence someone else's thought or perspective just by sharing a piece of information that you think is is important that other people should at least be aware of right 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 it's just all about us putting down our prejudices our preconceived notions being hostile <laughs> <laughs> a bit more understanding and do our i mean like my brother said we don't right now there's no excuse for i didn't know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's so many ways that you can obtain information yeah <laughs> no find educated. out <laughs> mm -hmm. to be flat out honest i look up to a lot of these content creators in the asian community because most of the stuff that they're doing it's they're they're pushing for them to create their own narratives using their own voices from their own culture yes yeah. from their own culture them doing it for themselves and i think that is something that us as indigenous people could take yeah. some notes on yeah. inspiration yeah from, yeah and because i know we have a lot of our own stories you know not just from a nation each nation standpoint but individual stories too mm -hmm. all we need to do is you know just find ways to network yes come together. yes and again Again, you know, hitting on that topic of we're not all the same, but that's the point of it. We have commonality. Look at the commonalities more so than the differences. Yeah. Because that's what's really going to bring us together. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, respect what those differences are mm -hmm. and find a way to compromise on where yes, we can Yes, and try not to hold them so hard line to the differences. Your own standards, yeah. I, Okay, so an example that I have in my own life is our BIPOC community here in Tucson, Arizona. There's a lot of female leadership. And BIPOC stands for? Um, <laughs> Black Indian people of color. So that's a group that you've been involved with for a while now with it was local a, advocates? Yeah, it was a lot of female leadership, ad, um, so, social justice warriors that came from either the um, Black Lives Matter, the Jokes on Water Protectors, Allies Without Borders, a lot of the um, Latinx communities. So we all pulled together and BIPOC Tucson chapter was created. A strong partnership with one another, cultivated genuine 
connections. And we've helped one another out through different community projects that we've accomplished. And the thing is, we are aware of one another's cultural differences. Mm -hmm. And we are aware of one another's maybe cultural limitations. And the different issues that come up, we don't use that as a weapon to discriminate against one another. Or to say that we can't accomplish this. Right, right. That, no, yeah. no. We, 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 yeah, <laughs> what we do is we navigate through that. And it's like, okay, so in this particular sense, I can't lead this part or I can't take part in this part, but I am more than willing to help you out in this aspect of it. This is how I can. Yeah, this you know, is how I can contribute. Spiritual or cultural upbringing, you know, like yeah. you know, like some cultures out there where it's like mm -hmm. women weren't supposed to be warriors, you know, and that's mm -hmm. a belief within some tribes. Yeah, that that was my biggest struggle is that you know, especially with the water protectors, is culturally speaking, you know, the way that I was brought up, women aren't supposed to engage in combat. You're not supposed so, to be on the front lines. Yeah. <laughs> so when. With that in mind, I had to take a more nurturing role, I guess. And that's how I got into being a street medic. I remember um, you also going to our elders, mm -hmm. our uncles. Yeah. And basically just asking them for permission of, is, is it okay if I'm participating well, taking in this yeah, part? Yeah. Out of respect, I wanted them to be aware of it. What would my tahas say? Because in Hopi, our tahas are our disciplinarians. So if we're not doing something that is in the right in life they're the ones that are going to set us straight so that has always been my mantra to myself what public my, reputation yeah what would my taha say what would my taha do when we had that family gathering of three of our tahas being in the same place i took that opportunity to let them know hey this is it wasn't really so much a permission ask, but more like guidance. Like, okay, this is what I'm, just so you know, this is what I'm doing. I just want to ask you from a cultural perspective, what are the limitations of what I can and can't do? For my own sense of spiritual health. Because I do believe in our, you know, what, what they taught us. I, I really hold strongholds to a lot of it. They talked to me and for the most part, they told me that they were proud of me, that they thought it was good that I was getting involved in things like that. But they just told me, gave me some advice. Try not to do this. Try not to do that. And it's like, OK. And then I took that as a guidance. And to our listeners, to these, what we're referring to as limitations or boundary lines aren't necessarily coming from a place of, you know, like women should be in the kitchen. It's not anything no. like that. It's it's more to the spiritual sense, mm -hmm. the energy sense in how mm -hmm. certain environments can affect, you know, you mentally, mm -hmm. um, but also, you know, because females bear the children, there's that mm -hmm. extra added, you know, consideration sacredness. of protection. Yeah. And, and sacredness that needs to go toward maybe it's better that they're not exposed to these certain environments where, you know, this certain type of energy mm -hmm. is, is in high volume and it could affect you. Yeah, that's what it was about. But anyway, but with BIPOC, that that's basically, you know, we make one another know. Uh, we tell one another we're very upfront with one another. We're very <laughs> strong willed, intelligent women. Uh, we're not so prideful that we won't make a accommodations for one another and i think that's what we as indigenous people can take away from that particular story is that we can put some of our um pride down you know and our egos down to where we can really active 
practice the art of active listening to the other party and see what we can do to make adjustments. You still have ways of supporting one another's movements because I see you on social media sharing something from Black Lives Matter or sharing something, you know, related to the um, the what is it? The holding cells, the the ice, yeah. you know, stories from stories yeah. from the border with migrants and everything like that. You know, you share one another's um, information that you have to and just right. bringing about awareness of right. this is what this community is struggling with. Right, right. And that's basically, you know, what I see your coalition in doing is not necessarily being its own thing, but just more of a network, a support system to help you guys amplify one another's voices. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, like, like I said, why I really believe in that amplifying one another's voice. If it's something that you feel that you see a similarity to your own identity, then why not? One thing that we brought up is, you know, again, going back and reflecting off ignorance as an excuse mm -hmm. to have certain perspectives or a phrase or a term that was always used. I didn't know it was, you know, offensive. Or, yeah, offensive <laughs> or anything like that. We live in a connected world. We also talk about multi-tribalism. There's mm -hmm. multi-races, racism. <laughs> There's people coming from different racial, yeah, yeah you know, multiracial. multiracial uh, backgrounds mm -hmm. as an indigenous community we fear for the loss of our traditional cultures mm -hmm. but you know going forward things are going to change yeah and, and that's the thing that has always been true with indigenous teachings anyway yeah like as a as a, one of our cores life always evolves there's always seasons and there's always progression in the ways that I was taught from the elders that I grew up or that helped to raise me was that we're never going back. We're never going to be able to go back and live like how we did in the past. Can't go backwards into the future. Yeah. As long as I'm doing no harm to anybody, as yeah. long as I'm not, my impact isn't negative toward anybody else. Mm -hmm. I know for myself that um, I'm still holding true to at least the spiritual beliefs and mm -hmm. what we are supposed to be doing as an indigenous people mm -hmm. from our culture. Mm hmm just in a more modern way, you know, yeah. in these new ways. Yeah, of yeah. And it might not 100% be on point with traditional thinking, but the intent is there. Mm -hmm. The the positive intent is there. The core of it is there. So referring back to, you know, the intent, supporting other communities. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the big takeaway mm -hmm. from this thing is we positive have intent. so many ways to network with other people and you know again what let's goes stop. around comes yeah, around yeah let's stop the divide yeah let's stop the divide and strengthen the unity amongst one another if we want to see actual change mm -hmm. if we really want to see mm -hmm. these changes mm -hmm. all right well we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode thank you guys so much for listening if you would like to contribute your own thoughts if you're watching on youtube you can go ahead and leave your comments down below or if you're listening on anchor fm you can go ahead and leave a little voice message which we can include in a future episode you can also find us on our social media platforms you can find us on facebook and instagram at indigenous 21 indigenous 21 or you can also send in an email to us, indigenous21media at gmail.com. On social media, just look for our star logo. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Bye.